Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. To those guests who've just joined us, welcome. Our next stop is the Magic Kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching our station at the entrance to Main Street, USA, gateway to the seven theme lands of the Magic Kingdom. Welcome aboard the Monday Morning Monorail Podcast. This is Justin Monorail, and I am here with two of my Monorail family members, the lovely ladies of the Monorail family. Let us start with beauty before age. <laughs> oh, Samantha Monorail. <laughs> Samantha Monorail. And I only say that because I was trying to figure out a way to justify going with mom first, but you are also beautiful. And who are you? A clock tower. Save the clock tower. Oh, from Back to the Future? <laughs> I can. I you mean, can. It's you should. With all the lightning we've had going on around here, you could get struck. Oh, I've been awesome. thinking about that lately because I don't know why, with a lot of these storms we've had recently in the central Florida area, I have seen a lot of lightning bolts. Just, you I do. keep seeing them. Yeah. Um, I'm driving down the road, I see lightning bolts, and it's like not a single one. It's like double lightning bolts, forked lightning bolts, and I keep thinking, man, Doc Brown, he'd be having a field day and with all keep, these lightning bolts. They keep cracking really close to us. They do. It's true. Crack-a-lacking. Ah. What's crack-a-lacking? <laughs> lightning bolts. I'm shocked we haven't been electrocuted yet. And sent back to 1955. That's not how it works. I'm pretty sure. You're not going 88 miles per hour when it strikes I don't you. think you have to because if you remember, at the end of part two, Doc Brown is flying in the time machine and it gets struck by lightning and he goes back to 1855. Mm, he's still going. He wasn't going 88. Speed, no, he though. wasn't. He was sitting still in the sky. Oh, well, that doesn't make any sense. I know. So time is irrelevant, or speed is irrelevant. Well, time's irrelevant, too. It doesn't matter. don't know the Back to the Future lore. (laughs) This is, I'm giving it to you right now. This is the Back to the Future podcast. It is still March 2020. Oh, we're stuck at March 2020. Feels like it. Well, in order to really have a full, well-rounded discussion about Back to the Future, let's bring in our, our guest joining us. He's not, not a, a guest. guest. He's a co-host of He's the show. Family. He is, and this is the Olive Garden, as I always say. <laughs> Olive Garden. <laughs> Joining us via the magical Monday morning monorail video hotline is Landon the Dawsdone. Landon, welcome back, just in time, to the Back to the Future podcast. Wow, that uh, intro was uh, something else. Great, Scott. Uh, hi, everybody. It's me, Landon, coming to you from the isolation station of love. What's up? Hello. How, how do you Jen. how do you feel that was Jen? Jen made an appearance. <laughs> Landon, how do you feel your knowledge is of the Back to the Future timeline? Can you can you educate McKenna on this? Um, I'm pretty solid on one and two. It gets kind of wonky in part three. Well, that's true. <laughs> I I enjoy part three, but I think it's I'm, fine. I'm it's a Back to the Future movie. Yeah, I know that Doc stays back in the future. Back in the past. Back in the past, future, in part three. He's past, future. Present. Are, that's an X-Men movie. 
He's, days of past the, future. His present. I feel like I need to lay down. I'm just <laughs> <giving> <laughs> Wait, three is when they do the Western one. That's when uh, they do the Western, yeah. I, and Doc Brown falls in love with Lady. Clara Clayton. I don't care about her name. In my mind, <laughs> I keep getting the um the mixed together not mixed up because i know the difference but mixed together with will smith's wild wild west oh that's the crossover we need <laughs> yeah I, I was sitting there watching back to the future three be like you know what this movie could use a like 80 foot mechanical spider yes <laughs> that'll be that. fair that's that's what i think when i watch most movies like memento definitely needed a mechanical spider in it you know if you know anything about wild wild west that was really why that movie got made <laughs> yep. Because, <laughs> because Kevin's, yeah, mm-hmm. no, they just really wanted to make a movie with an eighty-foot mechanical spider in it. That <laughs> yeah, was actor it, director Kevin Smith in one of his uh, an evening with Kevin Smiths uh, told the story. He was given a script from this guy for a Superman mm-hmm. movie, and the mechanical spider was in the Superman movie. Uh, Kevin decided to pass on it. That Superman movie never got made. Lo and behold, like five years later, he's watching the trailer. For Wild Wild West, and boom, there it is. Yeah, the producer it's the really, same. yeah, really wanted a mechanical. It spider was the same in producer. Movie. And he was dead set on putting that mechanical spider in a movie. So there we yep. have Wild Wild West. <laughs> I'm that. That's pretty good. If every movie they produced had an 80 foot mechanical spider, that would be even better, though. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's a strong starting point. I feel like there would be a law of diminishing returns there at some yeah. point. You would think that, but then again, it's an 80 foot mechanical spider. So <laughs> yeah, that's pretty huge. Take that, your logic. Yeah. Well, if you've never listened to the podcast before, we are not a Back to the Future podcast, nor are we a Wild Wild West podcast. This is a Walt Disney World podcast, and typically we stick to the Walt Disney World news, but you can't talk about lightning and the time without talking about Back to the Future. Or spider. Or spiders. You have to talk about Back to the Future. <laughs> that checks out. I think I talk about Back to the Future about once a day anyway, so. That's true. Now it we has gotta, a new 4K edition coming out, and it has a quote-unquote working hoverboard with it. Yeah, right. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it, is it one of those that... I know they made those uh, little tiny hoverboards that float over the little magnet base. Is that what it is? I, I think that's what it is. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'll count it. Okay. <laughs> but, it, but, it, but it's not like the, the working hoverboard that we all wanted when we were growing up. We were promised flying cars... Mm-hmm. And hoverboards in 2015. I hate that the thing that people call hoverboards now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not, they're the, not hoverboards. Those old, nope. it's basically a Segway without yeah. a steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Like, don't call it a, <laughs> it's not a hoverboard. Don't call it a hoverboard. I still and want. And then they caught on fire. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I still want a jacket that blow dries me. Yeah. That'd be so awesome. Or mm. Nike made the shoes. Yeah, the self-lacing shoes. Yeah. yeah. They sold out immediately. Unobtainable. I would like uh-huh. No, Unobtainium is from... Uh, <laughs> that's from Avatar. Oh, well... <laughs> but talking on those speakers, like like I... Sneak speakers. Sneakers, rather. Like, I know Diz Twitter has some of its more eclectic personalities like you want to talk about a group of crazy people sneakerheads are just as crazy as Disney. Yeah, well have you, they have sneakerhead conventions yeah mm-hmm. we saw that on uh jeff, uh, jeff goldblum. goldblum yep yeah we actually made friends with someone who's not only a sneakerhead but a disney fan it's so. a, yeah it's a crossover wow. yeah <laughs> yeah Ooh. we're trying to work it out he's hopefully we're going to have him on the podcast soon because he's 
creating his own podcast. I'm not sure when that starts, but yeah, I'm uh, not either. Disney yeah. and Kicks is who we're talking about on Twitter. Disney and Kicks. John is starting a podcast called It's Like the Disney Dads Podcast. Is that what he's calling it? I don't know. It's something like that. Yeah. Sorry, John. Although remember. although recently I saw him tweet that uh, the magic is gone, so maybe he's canceling his podcast. <laughs> or maybe he went to Disney and saw how busy it is. Well, I'm, I think that has something to do with it. Mm. So, but anyway, on to good news, right? Let's talk about Disney announcing its third quarter earnings. <laughs> 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 we started out in a dark segue. place we're gonna go to a happy place um i don't think we expected anything great when disney announced their third quarter earnings but i believe it was much bleaker than most of us thought it was going to be revenues decreased 85 percent in the third quarter of 2020 for disney and they announced a loss of 3.5 billion in revenue now this is across the company not just parks. If you think about it, just parks, that would be insane. Um, and actually, I did read in uh, an article on WDW Magic, they mentioned that the parks are generating a positive revenue at this point, but not nearly as much as they thought. Which, this kind of ties into what I was saying before, which they wouldn't even open the parks if it wasn't going to generate revenue, because why would you run at a loss? It doesn't make sense. Right. So obviously they are, but it must be pretty razor thin, or at least comparatively to what you would expect the parks to make. I mean, parks make a lot of money. One of the things that Bob Chapik actually said is, right now, 50% of the attendance is from out-of-state and 50% is in-state. And typically, as we've talked about in the past, Disney attendance in Orlando is driven by out-of-state people. It's travelers. They don't, they don't really care that much about the in-state and the APs. That's more of a Disneyland thing. Yeah, they've made statements about we're, that one. We're, we're The APs in Florida are the stepchild uh, for Walt Disney World um, that just don't get the love. They obviously don't pay attention to how much I spend. Well, but this, that's exactly <laughs> the point. Um, based on their research and statistics, it's the travelers that stay, you know, three, five, seven or days or longer that are spending the big bucks in the parks, whereas we might go in, you know, locals go in. We don't necessarily spend that kind of money, although we do. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we spend as if we're still on vacation all the time. But um, I mean, that kind of makes sense, especially for those people. And it's like, like, you know. This is the trip that you can do maybe once or twice in a lifetime. So you're going to go big while you're there. Yeah. Where, where like, y'all, it's like, okay, well, before, in the before time, you can be like, all right, it's a Tuesday. Let's just head down to Epcot and hang out for an hour and a half and then come home. Maybe you buy a drink. Yeah. yeah. I miss the before time. I know. Me too. Yeah. So a huge blow and this, of course, coming after Universal announced its second quarter earnings. They're on a different financial calendar, but um, Universal's earnings were way low. And then right after they announced their losses, the next day, Universal announced layoffs. Now, we haven't heard Disney announce sweeping layoffs on the heels of their announcement. But what, what, but what they did announce was a reduction of operating hours. So starting in September, just jumping ahead a little bit. Walt Disney World's all four all four of the Walt Disney World parks are going to be reducing hours. The Magic Kingdom, Animal Kingdom, and Hollywood Studios are reducing by an hour, just basically trimming an hour off of their closing time. Epcot by two, so Epcot's going to be closing at seven instead of nine. That's sad. Yeah, and essentially, I mean, I guess they figure this is a way to further like compress the time people are in the parks, trim down payroll a little bit to a certain extent. 
Um, but, you know, one of the things that I feel like is most sad about this is, you know, we're in the summertime. This is when people should be getting mm-hmm. their summer jobs. Well, summertime means longer days, right? Oh, yeah. Aww. So the sun doesn't go down until like 8.30, 9 o'clock when it's totally down here in Central Florida. We're not in the parks at night anymore. Yeah. We don't get all. to see them all lit up. That's true. Which is one of my favorite times to be in the park. Plus, they're sending us to in, into the parks during the hottest parts of the day. Yeah, no kidding. And it's miserable. Unless you mentioned it's the summer. This is the time where, in theory, everybody should be going down to the parks for yeah. their summer vacations or one last hurrah before the kids have to go back to school. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it makes sense from Disney's standpoint. I am worried that we are going to see what we saw at Universal and they're going to start announcing some layoffs and staff reductions, which which it's never good when anybody loses their job. But especially right now in this economy, not great for anybody to be losing their jobs. Yeah. Right. And this is a lot of people that are losing hours mm-hmm. off their paycheck um, because of the reduction in operating hours. It's just too bad because it's really hitting our service industry like really bad. Um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the most. I mean, they, it's just sad because I have so many friends and acquaintances who are in the service in- industry, and I hate to see this. I really, really do. Yeah. And another industry that it's hitting is the entertainment industry. I mean, mm-hmm. Disney as a whole. But I mean, like, think about the people that you don't see on stage when you see a stage production. Like those oh, people. Yeah. I have some. I have some friends in the in the tech side of the entertainment and stage industry, and it's like. <sighs> They, they don't know when, when slash if they're going to be able to go back to work. And I'd imagine there's a lot of people having a very similar feeling if they are getting a paycheck from Walt Disney Yeah, World. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so just to, to put a fine point on it. So here are the, the new operating hours starting actually September, I think September 8th is the day that they're starting. Magic Kingdom, the hours will go from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Hollywood Studios will be 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, Epcot again is closing two hours earlier, so it's 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then Animal Kingdom is going to go 8 a.m. Uh, to five, or they're, no, they're changing, so they're they're going to open later and close earlier. So nine to five is Animal Kingdom. I mean, that's such a huge hit on people who are buying tickets, and I believe you said tickets aren't mm-hmm. the price is not going. No, down. they're not. They're not lowering prices. <laughs> That's just crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, getting less bang for your buck. But uh-huh. at, this, at the same time, I was... I forget what ar- what article I was reading, but it, I shouldn't need to tell you I saw an article. You should just be able to see this by looking at it. A lot of people are very hesitant to come down there. So mm-hmm. if it doesn't make sense from a Disney standpoint to reduce the cost of those people that want to still roll the dice and come down. So right. Hmm. it's a bummer, but I mean, I guess I understand this is a business after all. It is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I just thought this was kind of interesting. I wanted to mention shortly after Disney announced its uh, third quarter loss of revenue and uh, you know, the impact that that's had to the, to the business and the parks, Florida announced that it's lifting the travel ban that it had for the tri-state area. And now people traveling from New York, New York, New Jersey, and what's the third state? <laughs> Is it Connecticut? Is it Connecticut? I think it's Connecticut. Um, I think it's Connecticut. I don't know. I don't live up in the... Yep, it is Connecticut. Hey. New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut. We nailed it. <clears throat> Good job. Um, 
no longer will they have to self-quarantine for 14 days. We were already doing a great job, so why not keep it up? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. And I do think it's interesting that one day after uh, the quote-unquote good news came out from Walt Disney World, they make this change. Right. Mm. It's a little odd, mm. but it's also not mm. odd because, yeah, exactly. Because another another thing that I heard this past week was Orange County's tax revenue has gone in the absolute toilet because oh, all yeah. the all the money Orange County makes is basically from Disney and Universal and SeaWorld and you know it's and so they they're basically they've they've held off, but now Orange County, which is the Orlando area is starting to have to cut back and make layoffs and reduce services because their tax revenue is absolutely in the can. Um, and then and then we hear, well, guess what? You know what? If you want to travel down from the tri-state area, you don't have to self-quarantine anymore. It's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Yeah. It's, fine. it's totally health-related, <laughs> this decision. Please bring your money and spend it down here. Yeah. I mean, it's just not surprising. I... I mean, we do have to watch our economy, but pretty sure people's lives are extremely important. And those don't like those are priceless, you know, (laughs) so it will hurt the economy even more. So if, you know, people are dead. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Dead people can't spend money. They can only vote in some states. Oh, man. These things (laughs) just just time for time. Yeah. Tying all these things together is just, it's it, it, its obvious what's happening, I think. But I hear some countries have this stuff under control or eradicated yeah, I completely. I know. Mm-hmm. Well, what's up, New Zealand? Yeah. We're not one of them. <laughs> Y'all taking applications for people to live there? Huh? Huh? <laughs> they don't want you. <laughs> no, no. And, and plus, we can't go anywhere. Yeah. <sighs> we got that wall. Yeah. <laughs> One thing com- coming up relatively soon was that Hollywood Studios was going to be hosting a DVC Moonlight Magic event. Oh, no. Yeah. And this was something we were actually going to get to attend because Nate and Serena had invited us to go along with them. Oh. The DVC duo, at DVC duo. They do a great blog. Make sure to follow them. Yeah. Read their <laughs> stuff. They were going to take us along to experience Hollywood Studios and the Moonlight Magic event. Well... That's not happening. Moonlight Magic has officially been canceled at the Hollywood Studios. They're canceling everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so sad. Like, honestly, like, like it is newsworthy, them officially canceling it. But at this point, just just assume everything that isn't the park staying open for regular, quote unquote, regular business hours. Just assume it's, it's not happening this year. Christmas is canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why they don't just announce... And it's probably because they don't want people to cancel trips, but they should go ahead and just announce that Very Mary's not going to happen. There's yeah. no way. If it happens, mm-hmm. I'm going to be mad because <laughs> Halloween's not happening, but no kidding, Very man. Mary can happen. Wait, they announced Not So Scary? Yeah, yeah that got right. canceled yeah. long ago. I can't even, I, I can't keep up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they canceled that. Like, that was one of the first things that they said they were giving the axe to is like, there won't be a not so scary. Um, that would have already started this month. That would have started. Yeah. It should have been. Man. It should have been happening. Yeah, that's crazy. It's so early. yeah, I, I I definitely broke out my Halloween decorations this week because August is close enough to Halloween, y'all. Well, let's start celebrating and, now. Dang right. And, and besides, if I get the Rona, I want my house to look awesome. Yeah, you know, surrounded by skeletons as I, you know, slowly waste away. 
Exactly. Oh, I know Spirit Halloween are opening, so <laughs> those are yeah, happening. Yeah, they are. You can go get your uh, Halloween fix by visiting a Spirit Halloween in a in a closed grocery store. I should be <laughs> once a week. I'll be there once a week. <laughs> get a job there. You should. Uh, get a job at Spirit of Halloween. Well, first you have to say it right. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Okay. And I know this is a Disney podcast, but it's like, I mean, Universal canceling Halloween Horror Night. I mean, oh, that's 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 a bummer. Yeah, yeah it really is. I mean, especially for all those scare actors. I mean, like, like I, I saw the number. It's like they hire like over a thousand workers just to work these events. So once again, those people are missing out on paychecks. It's, mm-hmm. I missed the before time. Yeah. And it's basically Man, like this podcast is going well. By the third act, it's just going to be me openly sobbing into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But really, I mean, that's, you know, August through October uh, and a huge event for Universal. We've talked about like they contribute a lot of their annual revenue to that Halloween mm-hmm. Horror Nights event. And they had already started constructing like some of the, the houses and stuff. Like this, yeah. this was a very last-second decision for them to to cancel it. Things were being set up. I apply. Yeah, they were doing auditions for scare actors. Mm-hmm. I don't get to scare people. Yeah, so it's okay. You scare your family around the house for free. It's fine. I scare everyone. Apparently, it's a, it's a <laughs> hobby of mine. <laughs> but I understand you wanted to turn a profit on your hobby. I, yes. I respect the I respect the hustle, McKenna. Thank you. <laughs> um. So we've talked about a lot of things going away. I'm going to talk about an addition to Hollywood Studios real quick. Ooh. In the Beauty and the Beast Theater, the Theater of the Stars, they've started a new show. And we've talked, we talked with Frank Cardillo from Theme Park Thursday with Dillo's Diz. I think this was part of the live show. But he explained that the uh, Actors' Equity Union uh, was kind of... The disputes Disney's having with the Aquers, Actors' Equity Union is really why a lot of the live shows are not happening uh, or they're changing. Well, the Beauty and the Beast live on stage show was no exception. That show was not going on right now because Disney still hasn't reached an agreement with uh, the union. Well, instead of, I guess, wrapping up this dispute and getting that show going, they're replacing that show for now, quote-unquote temporarily. And it's going to be a brand new um, show featuring the Disney Society Orchestra called The Music of Toy Story, The Little Mermaid, and The Muppets Now, playing at the Theater of the Stars. Mm. I feel like the union couldn't have asked for anything that crazy. You know, we don't know all the details about it, but one of the things seems to be that the actors want daily screenings and Disney won't agree to that for some reason. Why? I don't know. Mm. I'm not sure. It's for their safety. I I get it. I get it. I, I been like ninety percent of the time, I'd probably end up siding with the union, though. So yeah, I don't love this. I know we like Muppets music, but I really like Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, well, they're going to play some music from Beauty and the Beast. And there will be characters that appear on the stage, I guess, while the music is playing. Um, nope, don't love it, but, though. Yeah, they're going to do this show, it looks like, nine times a day. So nine nine showings. Hmm. And, um, I mean, you know, I like an orchestra show, but, you know, of course I don't want people to be, again, impacted when they 
mm-hmm. they can't work. Uh, but this is at least something that gives an addition to offerings at the, the Hollywood studios, maybe another place to kind of disperse the crowds. Cause it's been a little heavy over there. And yeah. I mean, I, I'm glad they're doing something, but I also really like the beauty and the beast show. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, the variable of live actors, that's always going to at least be entertaining and, and hearing the, I guess, dispute with the uh, equity actors and stuff like that. I guess that makes sense. Uh, do you think that's also why they're pulling the plug on uh, Voyage of the Little Mermaid? Yeah, that is why. Okay. That's, I mean, that it was going to stay closed for sure until the dispute wrapped up. But now I think they just decided, well, this is kind of a low testing show in terms of guest satisfaction. So we're just going to. Scrap it. Yeah, I saw some people on Disney Twitter kind of dancing on the grave of the Voyage of the Little Mermaid this week. It's like, yeah. okay, settle down, y'all. I know. And that was a show I actually enjoyed it. I thought yeah, it, it was, was fun. It, it was a fun show. And, and then the, the effect of going, quote unquote, under the water, I, I, I popped for that every time. Yeah, it was, it was pretty neat. I liked the uh, the puppets, the puppeteering. <laughs> yeah, Ursula was freaking awesome. Ursula was very yeah. cool. And mm-hmm. I like any show where you get live singing, which doesn't always happen at Disney shows. Yeah. So, the laser lights were a little dated. I like the laser lights. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Going underwater, I pop for that every time. Like, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cute, but it <laughs> like, definitely cute's felt good, 90s. Sam. Cute is good. I like the bubbles coming down. It was all good. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah. it was good. It was, it's like the bubbles and the rain. Yeah. It would rain on you. I wasn't mm-hmm. dancing on its grave, but I was on Primeval World. Boom. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that 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 ride sucks. And and if you disagree, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Come at me, nerds. Well, uh yeah, I'll be sad to see it go. I, I do think that one of the things that's happening is that whole area, um, including like the Star Wars launch bay and all that stuff, I think there's gonna be something that'll happen there eventually. Because that's a lot of space. Mm-hmm. And um, there's been a rumor for a while that there was going to be a little more Pixar that comes to Hollywood Studios, potentially a Monsters, Inc. kind of coaster kind of thing. I think this is what's going to happen there. I mean, I'm always up for another coaster. Yeah. It, it'll be more like a kid's coaster, of course. I but know. I hate kids. But uh, but something. <laughs> a little more Pixar stuff going on. Um, which I think kind of was... I'm trying to think geographically if this makes sense. The the area that they were using for the Incredibles, where they were doing the little, you know, they had you could go meet Edna Mode. They had, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, they had a little Pixar or a Incredible shop over there. You could get wouldn't Frozone down there? Yeah, too? Frozone mm-hmm. was over there. All that kind of stuff. Um, isn't that basically right beside? Like if you think about it from a bird's eye view, that's. Kind I mean, of, it's it, it's down the street, and I guess they well, I say street, quote unquote, but and and I guess they could stretch it and say it's in the same area, but it's like, well, I meant like if you destroyed, like say you took out that whole side, I, I think it's almost back to back. Where okay, where, well, yeah, yeah. If, if 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 you wiped out that whole thing, you could connect it, and then it leads into Toy Story Land. There. Yeah, that's kind of what I was wondering. But I don't know. This is wild speculation on my part. I just know I, I, I know I've heard rumors in the past of more Pixar stuff coming to the studios. I know that the Monsters Inc. thing was a, was supposed to happen, and that to me seems like the most logical place to put it is back there. And the Star Wars Launch Bay, I think, isn't going to be there forever anyway. Um, Especially now that Galaxy's Edge is there and it's yeah. made such the imprint it has. I mean, like, Launch Bay does feel really out of place. Yeah. 
Well, and the name of it, too. It seemed like the whole idea of it was to build anticipation for Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. We have it now. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. Anyway. Are you going to be sad that the um, Star Tours isn't there? Well, Star Tours is over... Star Tours oh, wait, will stay is forever. is it not what I'm thinking? Uh, wait, why am I confused? Where's Launch Bay? Launch Bay, so you know where Voyage of the Little Mermaid is? The show? Then that little area. Oh! The courtyard, animation oh, courtyard. Really far off. Yeah, I know what you're talking about mm -hmm. now. Yeah, they got those Disney Junior dance parties, yeah. and I see a bunch of characters that I have no idea what they are. Yeah, yeah like, same. Like, there's a Lady Dracula thing. Or a oh, baby that's Vampirina. Yeah, see, I have is. no idea. <laughs> Doc McStuffins, Fancy Nancy, you know. I know those, but then there's some other ones that I've seen, and I'm like, who? Yeah. <laughs> and they'll have to do something about keeping that kind of stuff, because you got to have stuff for the kitties. Mm -hmm. um, and they always seem popular when, when yeah. I'm in that area. There's always a crowd for the dance parties or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So they'll they'll have to do something there. But I just think the area, if you go a little further back, the launch bay connecting to Voyage of the Little Mermaid, all that stuff. I think is close enough to Municiburg. I finally pulled it. Municiburg. <laughs> that, um, I don't know. It's possible. D take all this with a grain of salt. I don't know. If, if I've ever said anything on this podcast, I've, I've said, I don't know anything. Yeah. Well, and, Disney does listen to us. So Yeah. And they control the internet, apparently. Mm -hmm. And this could be, <laughs> this still could be, of course, especially now. Considering the financial state of Disney, it could be years away. But uh -huh, yeah, I definitely mm -hmm, yeah definitely feel like there's not going to be any new projects started. Maybe some announced, but you know, with a with an estimated finish time of October 2025. Yeah, right. Yeah, if we're lucky. Yeah, yeah if we're lucky. Mm -hmm. oh, I missed stuff before. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I wanted to go ahead and hop to the Magic Kingdom for just a second, even though park hopping is not allowed. It is in our virtual world. Oh. <laughs> um, and just mention, because we've talked about it a couple times, they finally have announced that there is an extended refurbishment for the TTA. And right now it's not expected to come back until October. Okay. That's so. a bummer. But at least we have a date or mm. a projected date of when it'll come back. Yeah. Well, it's saying end of October, not just like October. Yeah. So you, maybe you could celebrate Halloween by catching a ride on the TTA. Yep. Yeah. Worst ways to celebrate. I wonder if, uh, since Disney won't have a uh, not-so-scary party, if like around Halloween, if they'd be okay with people coming in costume to the parks. I mean, Why people not? people kind yeah. of do it some, somewhat anyway, yeah. but like, you know, kind of blessing it a little bit. Honestly, right now, Disney's like, y'all want to come in wearing costumes? Absolutely. Please do it and come spend your money. Yep, exactly. That's true. Just bring your wallet. You want to piggyback from Goofy? Uh, there's a VIP package for that. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe instead of having Tinkerbell walk around the park, like, on her big float thing, they could have a villain. Of, yeah, they could do that. Villain. More more villain interactions yeah. around Halloween. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd be okay with that. <laughs> These are good ideas. So yeah, I know. Um, yesterday, McKenna, we were in Epcot. Yes. And I mentioned to you that Tangerine Cafe was closed. Yeah. It seems right now that it's temporary, but nobody knows for sure. Yeah, so, I, I want it to be temporary. Yeah, if, if you've been to Morocco, the quick service in Morocco... Um, in the really World Showcase good. is a place called the Tangerine Cafe. It's a place where you could get shawarma if you wanted your Avengers special. 
Yeah. And you can find out what shawarma is, much like Tony Stark. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it was good. I liked it. I thought it was good. Such a bummer I haven't been yet, and I didn't know that this was happening, or I would have made it a point. Yeah. Hmm. The signage... Temper. Yeah, exactly. The, the signage is still up for, for Tangerine Cafe, but they've taken off the menus, and from what people say, the, the inside has been emptied out, and they've shrink-wrapped the, uh, like the, dis- the food uh, display cases. So... That- I don't know. Is cause for concern. It is in my cause eyes. for concern. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I was gonna say that didn't exactly instill me with confidence. It's coming back. I wonder what would happen that would cause them to want to close that and not other stuff. You know, or why? Why would that? Maybe again, it goes back to to a cost saving issue, mm-hmm. and and attendance seems to be down across the board in all parks. So they figure. I mean, like maybe maybe if it was operating at capacity or their projected numbers, it would still be open. But I mean, we earlier we talked about them straight up reducing hours of operation. So this hopefully it's a cost cutting issue, and it will come back. But I mean, yeah, hearing that it's been stripped bare on the inside that doesn't make you feel great. No, thank you. So Jeez. I hope it's not. Done. I feel like this is a bummer. Podcast. I know there's been a lot of a lot of bad news, but I, here's something good. Okay, I told you, I told you, segment three, we're all just going to start crying. We're going to listen to uh, uh, cast off this mortal coil. Like, like just, just everybody climb in. It's an emo mosh pit. <laughs> we're going to cry on each other. Well, here's here. I've got actually no. We can't do that with social distancing. So. No, there's no crying on each other's shoulders. I have a piece of good news. This this will make you happy. Okay, we're going to get a pass holder magnet soon. Yay! But only one. We are receiving an annual pass holder. This is bad news for Landon. God, literally the day before <laughs> they they announced this, I go and change my pass holder status. Be like, yeah, just give me a refund. I'm not coming down to Florida. Dad can't do anything. And then not only that, they announced the 30 percent off annual pass holder yeah. uh, discount at shopdisney.com. So thank you, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Where's my dadgum orange bird one, too? <laughs> I know. That, so that's kind of sad. Like, the orange bird magnet, we just... And I heard they never got those produced, so there's there's not going to be an orange bird magnet. That's too bad. This pass mm-hmm. holder magnet that we're supposed to get is Tinkerbell. Yay! And they're going to send these to pass holders. Aww. Um, Only one per household, or is... I think it's one per household. Dang. Yeah, I saw the announcement, one per household. Otherwise, I'd be like, yo, yeah. you need four of those magnets. Hook a brother up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> Listeners, if you also want to hook a brother up, holler at me. <laughs> uh, but yes, Landon, uh, the other point was Disney extended their 30% merchandise get discount to Shop Disney, which previously was a bummer. You couldn't get your annual pass holder discount on Shop Disney, but now you can. I got to look at what they have right now. No, you don't. Don't, <laughs> don't worry about it. So if you are a pass holder, though, and you want to go and, and use the, the pass holder discount, um, you can do that. I think... There is a code for it, and I'll look that up right now. While I look that up, you guys talk about um, the the mini main attraction limited edition merchandise that you'd like to get. Because I think Big Thunder's coming up. Space Mountain. Ooh. Okay. All right. Um, Haunted, Haunted Mansion. Mansion. Yeah. yeah, I think mm-hmm. that's the one I really want. Um, and and wait, hold on. I'm hearing. Yes, uh, bots have already bought every piece of merchandise, so uh, we're 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 screwed, y'all. Sorry. Yeah, Uh-oh. I just want the squishables. They're wishables. Wishables. Wish to squash them. <laughs> yeah, squashables. Squash, them. squash it. 
you can get them. You can get them on uh, Shop Disney. The only problem is I don't you can't know what they are. The I'm not doing that. I need to do it in person. That is the that is the joy. <laughs> You're not supposed to touch the merchandise anymore. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, especially right now, it's of the mindset: if you touch it, you buy it. Mm-hmm. Dang, but but I need to figure out what they are. <laughs> but I'd, I'd, I'd love to like I really dig the the mini uh, line that they've been doing with mm-hmm. uh, with stuff in the Magic Kingdom. I was able to get a mug from the uh, Enchanted Tiki Room. That's that's cool. I mean, granted, I'm a dude, so I can't rock the mini ears, or I could. You know, I'm not telling you how to how do you do. Uh, you do you. There we go. Uh, but and 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 the pins are also cool. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I want some of that haunted mansion merch, which I'm guessing everybody else does. So Landon won't get. I oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be tough to get. Don't here's make the, me go on another rant shop, Disney. Here's, here's the code. I found it. It's AP three zero off. So AP three zero O F F. You you add that promotional code uh, when you've got it in your bag, and you also have to be logged in with your like your uh, my Disney experience login information when you're shopping. Like if you're if you're logged in, you use the code, then you'll be able to get the thirty percent off online promotion. This is only through August fourteenth, apparently. So you still got a couple days if you listen to it on Monday when it drops. Right. Um, so I guess I better hurry um, and start shopping. And they also have home accent stuff that's Halloween out right now. Hmm. Oh, my God. Um, I am curious what they're going to do with, with all the merch they had made for Not So Scary. Because, you know, that stuff was me. already in production. <laughs> give it to you. All right. They're yeah. going to give it to me. <laughs> doubt it because they're like oh my gosh you know who would like this they don't they don't know me well that it's funny because for sure universal had their halloween horror Nights stuff in production and now they they did open the halloween horror nights tribute store and they had released the houses yeah um and from what i hear like people that have gone to the tribute store we haven't been since they opened it up but people have gone in um it's almost like some of the stuff is kind of like greatest hits of Halloween Horror Nights, but they do have some specific... Because this was an anniversary year. Was it the 30th? Wow. Or the 20th? That hurt. It's an anniversary year for Halloween Horror Nights, so it sucks that they... Yeah. Is it 30% off sale stuff, too? I don't know about that. Oh. Can't tell you. <laughs> Man, I'm shopping right now, guys. Sorry if I stopped talking for a little bit. Sam be shopping, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last news article I had was a, an update on something we've talked about previously. Do you remember me mentioning the high-speed rail system they were going to be extending from um, the Orlando International Airport to Disney and eventually yes. to Tampa? It was a project that Virgin had picked up. They'd actually like gotten the rights to build through Orlando over to Tampa. This is extending because there's already a line that goes, um, I think it's like Fort Lauderdale to Miami. And they were going to extend that up to Orlando, come to the airport, to Disney, and to Tampa. It has been picked up by Brightline. It's a a company that does high-speed rail. And they say that this project is going to start service sometime in 2022. So just a couple years away, I mean, you know, you've already got the option of doing uh, Magical Express. If you come from Orlando International Airport and go to Disney, you can also do, you know, the the minivans started servicing over to um, Orlando International Airport. But high-speed rail, another option. And it is going to connect to the SunRail. That's 
cool. So sun mm-hmm. sunrail commuters, if we lived a little bit closer to a sunrail station, we're not far. It's I know like we're not five that five minutes away. It's not walking distance. No. <laughs> if it was walking distance, I was saying, how cool would it be to be able to hop a train and go over to Disney for the day? Um, you know what? Once. Florida is not because right now it, they couldn't, but they really need to work on that public transportation yeah. system. It would it could use some love and attention. That's for sure. how you make a city a city. It's true. Public transportation. The, I agree. The Sunrail right now that operates in Orlando is is mostly for c- commuters. Yeah, it's, it's, it's for a work. business rail. Um, it doesn't. I don't think it even runs on the weekend. Does it? it? Doesn't. No. no, it's a Monday through Friday. Yeah, but maybe once this bright line gets extended out and connects like Disney to the airport, maybe they will run the Sunrail on the weekend. I don't know. They should. Uh, I mean, if if they work Disney into that, it's absolutely will go Monday or Sunday through Saturday operation. And but it's like as cool as this sounds, this feels like a I'll believe it when I see it type situation. Yeah, like, I'll believe this is up and working when I actually see it because I feel like this has been something that's been talked about in rumors for a while. It's true. And yeah, I mean, you talked about how Virgin was previously associated with it, and they were going to be making it. But even then, it's like, yeah, I don't know if this is going to happen. Yeah, um, and Virgin. The last time we talked about it, we found out like Virgin had gotten the funding that they needed for it. That was their big announcement at the time. Of course, this was pre-COVID. Um, they announced the that they had gotten time. they had gotten the funding they needed to to get the project going. The station. This is one of the signs. Well, and I know this doesn't. I guess mean a lot, but they have already started construction construction on the rails. And in fact, the station at the airport has already been um, initiated. Oh, so well, that's big. I mean, okay. Yeah. That's, that's a pretty big, I guess, domino to fall for, for this to actually happen because it's somebody who, you know, before the world caught on fire, I was going down to MCO more than a couple times a year. And if you're telling me I can hop on a high speed train that will take me right to Walt Disney world, Sorry, Uber. <laughs> I know. I think it's awesome. I do yeah. too. I wonder where they would put the Disney station. I've been thinking about that. It'd be I don't know if they could do it, but it'd be cool if it went to the TTA. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. Or TTC. Sorry. The TTC. I knew what you meant. It's gonna drop you right in, into yeah. tomorrow. Right on the people mover. <laughs> yes. That would be That's cool, actually. That's why the people mover is closed. They're 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 gonna upgrade it. That oh. would be cool, but yeah, I meant I meant TTC, but it would be cool because then, you know, from TTC you can get everywhere, so yeah. Um, Can you get everywhere? Yeah. You'd have to pop on a bus to go to most of the resorts. Okay. But I was going to say, mm-hmm. you have to get to the buses. They need a Skyliner station at the TTC. I agree with that, too. I would love it. And then extend it to Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom needs something. It really does, yeah. 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 It's, it's sad that it doesn't have any alternate transportation options. It's the only Horses. one. It's the only one. <laughs> but... Yeah, I think eventually the Skyliner will go over to the Animal Kingdom. I think it I makes sense. So. It'll connect to Zootopia Land. No, oh, no, God. no, no, no. <laughs> Why do you not like that idea? No, no Zootopia Land. There are better... Th- like, it, Zootopia is a city. Sure, it's got animals in it, yeah. but it's a metropolis. It is not... There are lots of biomes in Zootopia. Oh and they're all... Judy Hopps grew up on a farm. It's a metropolis. There, it takes place in a city for like like seventy percent of the movie. It well, wouldn't make sense to put it somewhere else. You know how right now they like to bl- they're bl- they're blasting the dance music in the Dino Land. 
They could replace that with the Shakira music from no. Zootopia. No, they can't. No, they can't. <laughs> oh, man. I think it's a good idea. Anyway, I'm so, I just want more Skyliner. I'm so against it. I also want Skyline Chili. I want... <laughs> <laughs> that was random. <laughs> but it's good. It is good. It's good. I'm not eating that right now. Thanks to... I'm not eating it right now either. I wish I was. Man, you know what I wish I was eating? I was... I want to eat buffalo chicken dip, but I also don't. Great. Okay. <laughs> well said. Speaking of good things to eat and uh, buffalo chicken, I saw y'all post on your social, by the way, go follow them on Twitter, uh, that y'all hit up the mac and cheese booth uh, at Epcot for food and wine. How was that? Yeah. I liked mine. Dad doesn't like the lobster mac and cheese as much as I did, but I think it tasted really good. Yeah, so we got... The lobster mac and cheese and the buffalo mac and cheese, the buffalo chicken mac and cheese. My opinion was the lobster mac and cheese was fine. It, yeah. To me, it was a it had it had a nice little uh, crispy crust on it that I enjoyed. Mm. Um, but I preferred the buffalo mac and cheese. It had a nice little snap with the celery in there. The blue cheese was real pungent, and it was spicy, which is not something you typically get with mm. like the buffalo flavor in the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, so. To me, that one just had more dynamic flavor to it, but... But it was lobster and cheese. Yeah, but it's, you know... I didn't taste any of it. You didn't go. I didn't go. Oh, well, that's sad. I cannot be at Epcot right now because I do not have self-control there. (laughs) And I know if I went yesterday, I would snack and I would want alcohol. Snack attack. I decided to forego that trip because I've been challenged to not eat junk food for two weeks, and I know I wouldn't last there, so. Well, way to make smart decisions. Yeah. But I had a good time yesterday just sitting and watching TV and not moving. Oh, and I got a haircut. Yay! There you go. Look at you being productive. (laughs) We definitely would have enjoyed to have you along with us. Yeah. I didn't... I held off on trying too many things from the, the food booths because I know there are things that you want to try too. And I know we'll probably end up going back into the that World Showcase show place, whatever they call it, the big the big tent that they're using for um, some of the food booths. By the way, the uh, Apple Orchard booth yeah. is in there. Oh, okay. So I guess they've got the cider. I didn't verify, but I think that's a place that you can get the cider. The cake pops, the liquid nitrogen frozen cake pops are in there. Yep. Um, and there's a couple other things. But there was there's one that's like called Food and Wine Favorites or something. Festival Favorites. Yeah. And uh, I didn't recognize anything on that menu, oh. so they weren't my favorites. <laughs> I didn't know what was happening. Oh, well, that's what was happening. I think one of my favorites for Food and Wine is that street corn. I really liked it. Ooh, the street corn's so good. Mm-hmm. But I have a lot of others, too. The teriyaki bun, which wasn't a food and wine thing, I think. I don't remember it. Wait. Hold on. I'm really thinking. My brain, the cogs are don't turning. Don't hurt yourself. I'm going to hurt myself. <laughs> thinking too hard. I don't remember. Dang. This is sad. Go well, great. I so, Did they have any donuts on the list? I don't remember seeing donuts. The, because those are favorites. Yeah. I look um, like they had spinach puffs or something. I like spinach puffs. I would eat those. See why I didn't go? 
See? <laughs> I decided I need to try the prime rib taco from the Mexico food booth. Uh, I need to yeah, try that. Uh-huh. I would really like to try that one. Uh-huh. I didn't know that was an option, but I too would like to try that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next time we go and we go through Japan, I want to get the tempura because I've heard good things about the tempura. I'm not a tempura person. I, I typically am not either, but I hear a lot of people say good things about Is that- it. Fish and rice? No. no. Tempura is a, like a crusty fry Wait. that they do on like some vegetables and... And shrimp. And I was shrimp. thinking of like sashimi and... Um, <laughs> no, that's not what it is at all. Kenna, no. you're, you're My, like all over the place. Right? Brain, She's batting a thousand right now. This is great. <laughs> My brain decided to go to bed. Tempura is just everything deep fried. Yeah. And like I'm, not the panko. A, I'm not... I'm not... Yeah. I'm not a fan. Like the fish, no well, shrimp and vegetables. Shrimp and vegetables mainly. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I gotta. I gotta leave out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for her to open her food blog. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> so we went to Food and Wine. I don't know. They had like what, like spinach pups something. or something. <laughs> it was stuff. They had stuff there. My brain. They had tempura, working. which is like raw fish that no, they put. <laughs> No, that's ridiculous. Tempura is a is a city in uh, in Middle America. I mean, come on. <laughs> but it was. I will tell you this. Yesterday, um, it was busier than I would have enjoyed in Epcot. We arrived at the toll plaza for Epcot at ten thirty. Park opened at eleven. We were way backed up. By the time we got parked. We were in the very back of the temperature screening line, which was very long, and people were not social distancing because it was far enough back that they didn't have markers. Mm. Um, and then we got in there, and by the time we were in the park, the wait was already 50 minutes for test track. And so that was like, we were just going to do test track first, and we were like, well, I guess we'll come back later. We got lucky that it actually broke down in the middle of the day because the line cleared out. And then we happened to be walking by when they started testing the cars again. And we got in line. We only waited about 20 minutes. Otherwise, it was consistently 50 minutes or more all day. And so was Frozen. So we didn't do Frozen Ever After. After we rode Soren, it went up to 50 minutes. It didn't stay there. It went back down, but it did go up. It was busy. And Oh, and by the way... On Living with the Land, they're putting people in every single row on the boat now instead of spacing them out. Ooh. Which I wasn't a fan of that no, either. That was that was crap. So we, we tried our best. We just we took it easy. We tried not to get in lines that were too long. It's kind of the similar strategy to, to Magic Kingdom. It was another hot day, so we were trying to make sure that we could cool off, get inside. We sunscreened up, me and Garrett, because we burst into flame in the sun, of course. <laughs> um it was nice to go in the festival center because it was a huge air-conditioned dark place that we we took full advantage of hanging out in there for a while. We also went and saw the American Adventure show, which the kids hadn't seen since probably 2014. It was a good way to beat the heat for a little while. I like that show. I think I just think from a technology standpoint, it's pretty impressive. We also snuck into the American Gardens Theater and watched Mariachi Cobre. Yeah, and they're Mariachi awesome. For about... 15 minutes they are awesome that was fun yeah i I posted that on the facebook group if you want to see uh poco loco they performed from uh the movie coco i posted that on the monday morning monorail family facebook group so we were just finding ways to like get out of the sun we were making sure to stay hydrated we did see um awesome planet garrett hadn't seen that we watched that again i cried again oh it makes me sad it's a good one though all right (laughs) 
I think that's a good place to end it for the day, considering <laughs> people are getting way off topic at this point. They won't even know what you're talking about because you're cutting us. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I mean, it's probably for the best. Yeah. <laughs> it but definitely is for the best. <laughs> I promise at some point we're going to get back to our discussion and deep dive of World Showcase Pavilions. We had a lot of, of news to catch up on this week, and I do want Kevin to be here because that was kind of the whole plan is that he was going to help us do these reviews. I think he just doesn't, he don't want to talk about, he told me that he usually passes by Italy and Germany, but I want him to be here to say it himself. Ugh. So... God, he's just the worst. Worst. (laughs) And the Yankees suck. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. So we're going to save. We'll save that. Hopefully he'll be back next week and we can do that. But in the meantime, you guys want to interact with us on social media. First of all, let's find out where you can find Landon. Landon, tell people how to locate you on the interwebs. L-A-N-D-O-Z, please go follow me, Landon Doan, I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. So you can find me 280 characters at a time, also on our website, buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips. Sit on your butt and munch. No update, I just am still paying for the URL, so uh, give me them (laughs) hits and I can get internet money. Uh, I also appear on The Phil Show on News Talk 987, WOKI, radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at newstalk987.com. Also available in the News Talk 987 app and the iHeartRadio app. Landon, you didn't get to you didn't get to use your uh, tickets for the Legends experiences when we played our Disney ticket game, and that was your suggestion. I feel like that was a miscarriage of justice. So, have you looked at that list? Yeah, I'm trying to remember off the top of my head. I'm definitely doing uh, Great Hollywood Movie Ride. Yeah, I think I said that right. No, um, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the discounted version, so I get to use uh, I get to use my tickets elsewhere. Um, we had that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head, and I want to say, as a grown man that was scared by e- extraterrestrial, yeah. the way that y'all went to bat for that really kind of disappointed. Uh, no. It's great. That no, just means it was scary. effective. <laughs> I I really want to be scared by it. Yeah. Nope. Do you want me to tell you what I had, and you can tell me if there's anything else you really would have. Love to yeah, hear. yeah. Hit me with it. Yeah, in so in the five spot we had Great Movie Ride, the Studios Backlot Tour, Universe of Energy and Horizons. And those yeah, I know you do Great Movie Ride, but anything I'll, else? I'll stick with Great Movie Ride. Okay. Or or Hollywood's Fun Time Shazam, whatever I called yep. it. Yep. And then in the three category we had Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, mm. Alien Encounter, Primeval World, and the Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Uh, give me 20,000 leagues under the sea. All right. You're only at eight. So you got plenty of tickets for the four, the fours, Captain EO, Kitchen Cabaret, Maelstrom, and Delta Dream Flight. Uh, twice on Maelstrom, once on Kitchen Cabaret. Crap. That puts me at an odd number. 11. Uh, once on Hollywood again (laughs) and, uh, spend the rest over at Animal Kingdom so I can bring back dim ribs. Okay. (laughs) You you ended up with uh, a balance of four tickets, so you can reserve those for the next time we play this game. <laughs> I don't think All right, so. Cool. <laughs> I'm gonna bank them. Bank the, just like if you went to Chuck E. Cheese and you didn't spend all your tickets on a whoopee cushion, you could use them next time and hopefully get that uh, that nice Lego set. Wee. Who leaves with tickets? There's Tootsie Rolls that are two tickets a piece. 
Well, that's what they want get you to the do. Wee. You got to get mm-hmm. the Wii. It's one plus now we know uh, Chuck E. Cheese's bride over there, so maybe maybe we can get it on the cheap. We are already married. Okay. <laughs> Congratulations. MC thank Mackey you. Cheese. Thank oh, you, thank you. A quick shout out to Chucky. To McKenna <laughs> Mackey <laughs> Cheese. No. <laughs> our friend our friend Steffers, today is her birthday. <gasps> happy birthday. Happy birthday. So happy Yay. birthday to Steffers, but also congratulations because surprise she got married. On her birthday? No. No, today, Monday, is her birthday. She got married on Saturday. Hold on. Steffers, as a, a lady, I need to teach you a thing or two about how you spread out these things where people celebrate and give you <laughs> gifts. Because you just put the possibility of getting gifts that are, oh, this is your anniversary slash birthday gift. No. And let me just tell you... That's not right, and you guys spread that okay. stuff out is not okay. <laughs> I'm gonna make it anyway. I'm just telling, I, Steffers, you're a young lady. I'm old, and I want my presents, and then you gotta spread them out and spread your occasions out. As a birthday gift, I feel like we should give her a shout out to her Etsy store. I just uh, don't you agree? I just gave yes. her advice too. That's a birthday. That gift. is not no. Mom. No, that's well, not. One was for her birthday. The other is for her wedding. Oh, dummy. there you go. Literally, what you just talked about. Yeah, let's put them together. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Separate, separate, and just as good presents. So. Steffers has an Etsy store that we just plugged on the Parks and Monorail's Most Magical Hour Live this past week. It's called the Frozen Reflections Design Company. She makes stickers that are based on Disney, Universal, and Ghibli films. Oh, um, she just she just released a Kiki's Delivery Service. I'm showing it to. Oh, McKenna. it's really cute. I love that. Yeah. So it's it's uh you know it's it's awesome. She's got some Disney characters, she's got some universal stuff. So go check that out because uh she needs birthday money. Yes. So go buy her stuff. And advice. And no. <laughs> <laughs> now we are at Morning Monorail on Twitter. We're Monday Morning Monorail pretty much everywhere else. Join the Monday Morning Monorail family Facebook group and chat with us all week long. Shout out to our 115 members. We got all kinds of people hanging out with us on the Facebook Mm -hmm. and uh, check out our YouTube page. I should have a couple of things for you this week. I did an on-ride video of the Grand Fiesta tour and Jose's back. He has come back. And then I did an on-ride of uh, Spaceship Earth. And I listened to Crazy Frog on both. McKenna listened to Crazy Frog the whole time. Um so I'm going to have a couple of those things. Well, probably the next time we go to Epcot, which I guess is going to be on the 22nd, because Frank asked us for the virtual 5K to go to Epcot and walk around World Showcase on the 22nd. So we'll probably do some more eating after the 5K. Okay. <laughs> and that'll be part two of our food and wine. Wait, what? What? Did <laughs> I stutter? Wait, we're, what? Exercise? Yeah. We're going to walk a five. Do you know how much you walked yesterday, McKenna? You walked more than a 5K yesterday in Epcot. I don't, I don't, I can't measure time. No. no. Yeah, you can barely talk. We're aware. <laughs> well, anyway. Someone needs a nap. We are participating in a fundraiser for Broadway Cares. I'm going to post a link on our socials this week because the fundraising is officially beginning. Um, we're part of a virtual run team, the Parks and Monorails virtual run team. And we're not running. We're just walking. 
We're going to walk in World Show. Apparently, we're going to try to coordinate everybody that joins the team. We're going to walk on Saturday, August 22nd. I and tried running yesterday. I'm willing to try it in Disney if I don't get yelled at. No, no running. Oh, okay. Just going to walk. But feel free to join the team. There's links out there. Frank and Jen have shared it on Dillo's Diz. We've got it in the uh, Facebook group, and we'll share it again. Also, if you don't want to walk, you don't want to make a team, you can donate, and we'll share the link for that. But, um, yeah, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. It's always a good time. Yeah. Sorry we were a bummer this week. No kidding. It was Justin. <laughs> it really is all my fault. No. When Garrett's not here, it's just sad. There's a hole. Yeah. He brings the he brings the <laughs> he levity. Brings so much. Yeah. Landon, it's always good to have you, man. Thank you for Glad being be here. And I want to say have a magical week, all my friends. <laughs> we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for riding with us today. We hope you enjoyed the journey, and we look forward to seeing you again next week. Until then, we want to hear from you. Send us questions, comments, and suggestions on Twitter at Morning Monorail. Our email address is mondaymorningmonorail at gmail.com. You can also call our voicemail at 407-917-2144. As we approach the station, gather your belongings, and please watch your step as you exit. <laughs> See y'all real soon. Okay. Yeah. No, nah, he was he, he was like a hardcore wrestler. Like like you, you don't want to kick on a save. Do you know some people say he invented the pile driver? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but that's I like that fact. <laughs>